Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And you're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time traveling twist. Whoa, Ashley, (laughs) when the heck are we this week? Did we say we were leaving the 90s? Because, well, we totally lied. (laughs) um it's the first week of a new year and new season of new release season three so we are kicking things off by going back to what has been what has to be the most crucial time in teen movie history imagine you've just re-enrolled in high school for the winter semester of 1999 we got football makeovers brendan fraser murder (laughs) and more Woo, doggy (laughs) now i'll let you explain what's different about the podcast this here year wow like you just stepped uh, straight off a of Texas football field, Ashley. Um, incredible. <laughs> I don't know what work. happened. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the main thing that's new about this season is Ashley is going to be using that accent for the entirety of um, the next six weeks. So what we're doing on season three of new release is a little bit different. Rather than spending an entire year in one year, uh, an entire year of podcast in one calendar year, we're going to be doing seasons or semesters or you know like in high school didn't we have um wasn't each uh grading period like period. six weeks six weeks yeah yeah we called them like six weeks right? we periods. <laughs> yeah um so yeah we're gonna do that with movies we're gonna go um we're gonna watch five movies from one time period we're still gonna follow the release the theatrical release schedule maybe cheat a tiny bit but for the most part we're gonna do um we're gonna immerse ourselves in um, one year for six weeks and then move on. So um, we're really excited. This is going to give us the opportunity to curate our choices a little bit more. Um, And we're starting with a awesome time period, 1999, the beginning of the year. And we're going to reveal our next five movies as we go. But this, uh, as Ashley mentioned, is an absolute... um, haven or heaven for <laughs> for teen <laughs> movies so it's it's pretty unbelievable uh the run of of movies that came out at the beginning of 1999 we you know there's also some good symmetry because we talked about the matrix last week and that came out at the end of 1999 it was a overall if we were picking one year to stay in for the whole year 1999 would have been a strong contender but Anyway, the first six weeks are going to be um, really exciting. And if you want to play along, there's this uh, cool new technology that, that we just heard about that might help you, um, you know, pop over to the video store and um, watch along using this. This is DVD, movies on the disc with digital pictures Whoa. and digital surround sound. The media of the new millennium has arrived. Now you can, you use can this own accent or rent too. over 600 DVD movies. And if you buy any Toshiba DVD player from £299.99, you'll get Lethal Weapon 4, U.S. Marshals, oh. contact free. <laughs> Plus, you'll get 10 free DVD rentals at Blockbuster. Yeah. Oh, I am. Available at Curry's and Dixon's. I feel like that was sped up or something. It was like, yeah, and that's... you get 1999. And then, they do it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, have you all visited your local uh, Curry's or Dixon's? uh recently 
never no i guess those are like <laughs> department stores in uh in england maybe yeah um, that's a good guess what what uh what is y'all's first um memories of of the big transition from vhs to dvd i feel like uh vhs was something that was around obviously when we were kids and we had them but like we don't we didn't i don't remember it being a big deal like we kind of missed their introduction but mm -hmm. i remember dvds being a big deal and derek worked at a best buy right so yep. that was probably like one of the main <laughs> the main reasons people came in uh so so much has changed but yeah what do y'all remember about the revolutionary technology of video on disc i remember them getting scratched a lot mm. <laughs> and being frustrated but not having to rewind them so that was really cool and like return the chapter breaks yeah oh yeah chapter breaks i like the i really liked watching um the blooper reels that they had on the dvds mm -hmm. and then like the extra scenes and stuff they were always pretty bad but you still watched all of them after you finished the movie yeah it's like that bonus footage uh, they still do it for movies and sometimes they'll throw it on at the end like you know like a rush hour style uh gag reel at the end or anchorman mm -hmm. i think does it as well comedies do it but having like full featurettes and stuff you can uh, find them maybe on youtube but you just don't because like uh you're much less likely to since you're not captive a captive audience looking to try to maximize your investment in the disc and just consume everything that's that's on there um i like derek, the director was, cuts too sorry yeah the I commentaries like a lot. yeah yeah derek what do you remember about um the hordes of of people lining up for dvds at bb <laughs> i mean my job was to restock them so yeah, oh. I'd have to organize them, stock them. So I saw every DVD that was released, but uh, in the two years that I worked at Best Buy. So that is the first memory that kind of comes back to me. Other than that, I remember binge watching uh, and just continuously watching the Chappelle Show on DVD. Yeah, that that was cool too because they I've seen you know um, Twin Peaks and Buffy and a couple of random things on VHS collection. Um, but it takes up an absurd amount. They, they can only fit like two episodes per tape. So <laughs> a season of TV takes up an absurd amount of space um, mm -hmm. on, on VHS. And so that was kind of really, yeah, like I had all the, the Gilmore Girls box sets, the OC box sets, the Buffy, of course. Um, so being able to like watch a whole season of a whole season or multiple seasons of a TV show was kind of a new thing. Uh, what were what were some of the big uh, top sellers? Do you remember? Ooh, from that I, time. What, so what year? What year are you uh, were you working there? I years? think like two thousand three to two thousand five. Okay, cool. I don't really remember what was hot then. That was that was peak DVD though. So ninety nine, yeah. as you heard from that commercial, was kind of still it's still relatively new. There were only six hundred movies on on dvd at that point which they're probably inflating um uh there were probably like you know a, a few dozen that were heavily in circulation at that point and but by yeah. the time you were uh working there everything was on dvd yeah mm -hmm. i do you know i do remember titanic always sold out <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> yeah that's another one that they could barely cram onto uh one uh tape so it was nice yeah, to was be like able to, to, <laughs> to uh, save space by getting the the dvd um yeah the 
I'm trying to think of like it's the box art and the packaging and stuff was kind of cool, but also kind of like cheap and flimsy. Like it wasn't it really a, an art form. I mean, not that not that uh, tape boxes were, but there's just something more um, uh, tangible about like the the cardboard boxes versus mm-hmm. like the the sleeves with a little insert. Um, but but yeah, the uh, I mean we we also it was also a big deal when we got like CD players actually. So oh, just yeah. like Huge yeah, deal. anything on going from from tape to uh, cassette i mean from tape to laser um mm-hmm. cd technology was very exciting um do you remember using peanut butter for the cracks so that would play <laughs> oh, that sounded very weird <laughs> repeat <laughs> for the seat for the cd or dvd remember you had to like no. if it was all scratched you would put peanut butter so like fill it in no. and you rub it off and then you <laughs> could play it, the, no. it, it there also worked at geek squad is that something y'all advise <laughs> If that's, what, if that's what's in the spray bottles that they sell to fix your spray DVDs, peanut butter. spray peanut butter. <laughs> wow, I no, I don't. Bag, I've, but it I've like never saw butter. you doing that, and I've never heard out. of that technique. Oh well, I've done it before. Maybe it didn't work, and I never did it again. But... <laughs> well, um, if if anybody has any scratched up media at home, rub peanut butter on it and, and let us know. Don't put uh, it in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> or do. So, um. We are, since we're talking about technology, one of the things that we wanted to figure out for this new season was how we were going to be uh, traveling in time. And since we're going to be jumping around a little bit more than usual. So we started with um, scooters and then we had rollerblades for season two. Mm-hmm. And for season three, um, we wanted something a little more compact. Our time traveling technology has improved something that, you know, we could uh, perhaps where Ooh. Derek, what um, do you want to reveal our mode of transportation this year? And yeah, make sure you look at the, the image I posted. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. So with all the revenue that we made from the new release gift shop in season two, we were able to purchase four modified Casio, well, Casio calculator watches, and then we modified them for time travel and there's four for our guests oh oh one 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 extra for our guest so yeah or when you inevitably break yours yeah one extra for or lose it yeah Yeah. Yeah. do we have colors are they all the same color yep they're all pink mine's white Okay. Oh, so they're not. Yeah. So you modified <laughs> yours. I haven't yeah. seen. <laughs> My, Ashley's is covered in peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Peanut. Maybe I should get the extra one. Yeah. In a future episode, um, when you're watching our video, you we will um, show off our cool new watches. Yeah. Um, and you can count on that. Uh, you can count it with your calculator. So, yeah, that's exciting. We are going to be um, zipping around one equation at a time but you know it's probably time we should get into the movie portion of (laughs) of the show uh let's just let's just play the trailer for the very first movie we're going to be watching this year season three of new release next week there's a time to obey. We do things around here my way. A time to follow the rules. Hand down. And then there's a time. This is your opportunity. I don't want your life. <laughs> to tear it up. The music, man. You don't always have to do the right thing. Let's 
James Vanderbeek, Varsity Blues, rated R. Special sneak preview Friday, January 8th. Starts everywhere January 15th. Yeehaw. I was yeah. going to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I know where Ashley's accent came from. Yep. Um, James Vanderbeek, incredible. I wonder if he had a dialect coach for mm. that and or a football trainer because he wasn't really a jock in uh, his breakout performance on Dawson's Creek, another no. show that I had on DVD. Um, so, man, I, I, I am the only weird thing about this movie coming out January 15th is that's typically after football season is over, um, at least for high school sports. Um, but other than that, perfect timing, perfect way to kick off season three. Um, are y'all excited for varsity blues? Yes. Hell I mean, yeah. I already watched some of it recently. Just haven't finished it. So I would just yeah. rewatch it from the beginning. It's, it's uh it's an MTV films production. One of uh, not very many that they kind of, um, produced and we'll talk about it at length next week our second movie we're going to just roll right in right into these and then and then um, maybe jump around a little bit uh we're gonna be watching varsity blues next week and then the week after that she's all that yes i mean what more iconic um teen high school comedy can you really get i mean it's 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 definitely in the top tier top five or so so It'll be and you know it'll be fun to revisit. I've seen it, you know, a lot of times, but mm-hmm. uh, social constructs change. The premise is a bit dated, even though it's only been you know twenty two years, <laughs> uh, twenty three years. Yeah, we'll be yep, in we'll about to be, be. in twenty twenty two any day now. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Varsity Blues, and then she's all that, and then we have a news break. Um, to uh you know uh an important bulletin that uh regards our president so let's uh let's take it away derek that is not my recollection my recollection is that oh. i did not have sexual relations with miss Lewinsky, and i'm staying on my f- former statement about that it was a ceremony no living american has seen until now as the constitution dictates they came to tell the senate they had accused the president of high crimes and misdemeanors and to argue he be removed from office. Today, the president's lawyers did what they could to influence the shape of the trial, while Mr. Clinton himself, at least publicly, ignored the historic moment. Shortly after the jurors were sworn, the president unveiled a new education proposal, never mentioning his new status as a defendant at trial. I didn't know how long that was going to go. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a uh, big news. Uh, Bill Clinton being impeached um, in one of the most iconic moments of the the '90s. Um, of course, a bittersweet. Well, there's nothing sweet about it. Yeah, like um, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a sad day for <laughs> democracy. Um, but you know, the clip started with the iconic line that that. Uh, came out of came out of uh, both the impeachment hearings and then uh, this is actually the start of the trial so anyway um what else is going on this time of year Ashley so not news wise but just in general 
we want to acclimate ourselves to the January through, you know, uh, or January, February season. Is this like a time of year? We just got through the holidays, which are mm-hmm. full of festivities and excitement. What's your, what's your life like in January, February, typically? My just hibernation mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it a big, it's like, really cold and just, you don't really want to do anything. And then you're just like, you don't have any holidays or anything coming up for a long time. So you just sit inside a lot. <laughs> yeah. And watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's traditionally a uh, movie wise a, I mean, it was, I don't, this doesn't really exist in the present day with streaming releases and mm-hmm. whatever's happening in the state of uh, theatrical, but it's also, it was traditionally a dumping ground for movies that weren't like, you know, seen as prestigious or had high hopes for box office returns and horror movies. Um, obviously we're going full teen movie for 1999, but, um, it'll be interesting to see how these movies perform, uh, at the box office, because typically it's just kind of a, um, uh, a time where people, like you said, hibernate and don't go Mm -hmm. out, but we are going to be hibernating in 1999 and going out. So you don't have to, (laughs) that's our service to you. Um, all right, let's jump back into the list. Ashley, do you want to reveal number three and four? Sure. Um, so number three has Brendan Fraser and I don't remember the girl in it. So there's that. Um, but they travel back there in a bunker underground and something they think a bomb goes off. They're stuck in this bunker for a very long time. It's Alicia the past. Silverstone. Oh, Alicia Silverstone. Herself, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, like, teen movie icon. Oh, well, Alicia Silverstone, Brendan Fraser, Christopher Walken? I don't sure. know. You know <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I, put him in I'm, that. I wanted to include this one because I'm not sure I've seen it. Um, oh, yeah. I've seen it. Are you sure? We didn't watch it with mom and dad? May, maybe. I, that, it'll it'll come back to me if I have when, when we watch it and maybe it'll jog uh, something loose. But mm-hmm. off the top of my head, um, not a big Brendan Fraser guy, but you know, we bedazzled. Can, we can, no, eh, we yeah, can get, I mean, right. in, uh, the airheads, is that the, the movie where he's got long hair? I don't he... think airheads have hair. No, that's cone heads. That's cone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a giant cone head with like hair coming down. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, um, I use my smart, uh, Casio watch to, look up airheads and and obviously i'm just seeing candy so okay perfect. <laughs> he does have long hair in that though yeah yeah it's the like rocker movie that mm. they, they start like a rock band um other than that haven't had a lot of use for him um but <laughs> that's going to be our third movie i mean then this might i'm, I'm going to go into it with an open mind of course and hope that it wins me over uh that's number three what's the next one ashley and then there's a movie that also came out this week that i guess we're not going to be watching because uh, yeah. it doesn't fit the theme uh, maybe I don't know um, so this movie you've both watched it I know Drew you probably watched this a million times Oh yeah. but has Rose McGowan, Rebecca Gayhart Judy Greer, Julie Benz it just keeps going and keeps going but it's dark, it's comedic uh, right up Drew's alley Jawbreaker yeah it's kind of a uh, It maybe it's about 10 years after Heathers came out mm-hmm. very much in the vein of the dark um, satirical teen 
comedy with with you know like actual really fucked up shit going on yeah <laughs> but treated kind of sarcastically or satirically so yeah mm-hmm. and talk about fashion so <laughs> one thing we're going to be doing uh, you should follow us on a new release podcast on instagram and one thing we're going to be doing is really zeroing in on some of the killer fashion from the time yes. period we've got dawson's giant pants that he's wearing in varsity <laughs> blues and then we have like the um uh what's that material that's like not leather but like neo pleather neo. rayon or something yeah this whatever they're wearing in in uh in jawbreaker is to die for <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's ridiculous and there's makeovers galore yeah in in these movies so that's another thing actually we should really you know Ooh, if the movie has a makeover we need to post before and after pictures on our she's all that just take off your glasses yeah yeah iconic makeover um, <laughs> scene and we should also maybe watch a not another teen movie after after oh, this didn't oh come gosh. out this year but it would be a nice uh a nice way to cap things off what's the other movie that comes out the same time as jawbreaker that we might have to skip unfortunately office space yeah but i would rather watch that? jawbreaker yeah yeah so okay well you know, didn't easy. put up too much of a fight no i've seen <laughs> office space a lot but i really like jawbreaker so i just would yeah watch that. yeah it's too i mean we're gonna reveal our fifth movie but i mean we have such a perfect run of of teen movies going here that we can't you know harsh that vibe with uh an adult <laughs> workplace drama um <laughs> so yeah those are the four movies we're going to be watching before we reveal the fifth one let's listen to an ad from our new sponsor this year Ooh. we also have sponsors nice very real <laughs> very profitable very real real ads yeah very real Another Nokia discovery. If technology is difficult to learn or program, most people won't. It's why at Nokia, we make wireless phones that are easy to use. Inspired technology with a human touch. Nokia. Oh, God. Derek. Terrible. Can you describe the phone in this commercial? Just just briefly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it has an antenna. Whoops. Uh, and it's got a horrible, as, as you heard, <laughs> horrible ring. Uh, it, it has physical buttons that you push. And oh, yeah. it has a black and white uh, digital screen. It's kind of shaped like a um, a TV remote. I mean, I'm yeah, trying to, it's it thicker, does. obviously, but like it's, yeah, about that form factor. It might be. Uh, I'm curious what y'all's answer to this is, but it might be the first, very similar to the first phone I had. I definitely had a Nokia first and um, it was one where you could change like the face plates. I'm pretty sure that mm. was, that was fun. You could, you could stylize it. You could add custom ringtones. I had a, Oh God, in the end, is Lincoln that a Park. Lincoln Park song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Killer ringtone. Nice. Um, actually snake when, on them. I had yeah, two. I played Snake. You probably got a phone. I probably got one first because I got yeah. it around when I was driving. So mm-hmm. one thing we should say in 1999, I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, 
slash 16. So about to start driving. So I think that's when I, this might actually be the year when I got my first cell phone. Um, probably you probably had to wait a couple years. Yeah. I got the flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what phone did you have Derek? I don't remember. I mean, I definitely remember having a flip phone and I put it away in in storage and five years later, I brought it out and it still had a charge and still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and you could still make calls on it. No, no. <laughs> could still play um, snake on it. Yeah, I had a slide, a slide up phone, not the um, Motorola what was that? Kick. What was the cool one? Um, Motorola the kids kick. had. No, I had a I had a Kia Sera one that like slid up, kind of like one of the Matrix movies. I think they used a phone like that. Um, but no, there. Oh, a Sidekick. Oh, yeah. oh, so you, okay. you were close. Yeah. Kick flip. Um, what did you say? <laughs> you just said a kick. We'll talk about oh. kick flips later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but exciting time this uh, this year, 1999. Cell phones are coming out, DVD players. And if any other um, cutting edge technology companies want to be a sponsor, then um, just hit us up. We are, you know, <laughs> we're down to fill this, fill every episode chock full of ads uh, if we get enough. People I love mean, it. Yeah. Like the gift shop is booming, of course, but you know, we can't get enough money. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, these watches don't buy themselves. Let's play. No, let's not reveal our fifth movie yet. Let's talk about, are we going to get new jobs? So speaking of money, um, we've got these ad dollars rolling in. We've got our gift shop uh, revenue. We've got to find a new janitor this year, probably. But oh, yeah. are we going to be, um, are we going to be working? Are we going to be, uh, chilling what's what do y'all want to do while we're in 1999 i'm gonna be stocking blockbuster shelves there you go vhs well and dvds and dvds yeah hmm so free rentals for both y'all nice i should get some that benefits you guys too um i work at a fast food joint so we can get free food nice Uh, i don't know which one one. i'm trying to think of the 1999 the era of maybe what, like red lobster <laughs> I don't know. Dude. well i was thinking well then i retracted and i was thinking about their biscuits so i was like well maybe i'll get those like cheddar biscuits yeah you so worked I'll at work, um I what restaurants at, did you work at red robin i worked at well i got hired at red robin but then i, I never worked there because <laughs> it interfered with volleyball and then i but i worked at outback for a bit mm. and then i worked at the racetrack the horse racetrack for like right. a couple summers have you worked in the food service industry Derek? Yep. My first job at- was McDonald's. Nice. Yep. How was I it? Somehow not ever worked there. Not great. Did you work in fast food ever, Drew? No, no. I mean, oh, I worked in one retail, of which is, well, yeah, <laughs> elite. I was a, uh, I was cross-pollinating corn and then I went straight from uh, the Southern States Research Farm to uh, Army and Navy, A&N. Uh, oh, retail. Yeah. Okay. Shoe department specialist. I refused to work the register and somehow got away with that. So I only had to <laughs> stay in the shoe department. I could guess people's like size just by looking at their feet. I revolutionized wow. the whole stacking of the box system in the back. Uh, very important to the success of that now defunct uh, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> retail important. chain. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll go back into, uh, go back into retail. Derek's going to work at the at video store uh, to keep us on the pulse of what people are renting and Ashley's going to give us all the cheddar 
Yeah, they, I'm gonna feed you guys. Gifts we can eat. Yeah, and yeah, you give us clothes. Derek gives us movies, and I give guys food. It's perfect. Maybe we can get a pet lobster too. Ooh, I'll steal one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, free the lobsters. All right. Well, enough of this nonsense. Let's reveal our final movie of the year of the season of the semester <laughs> of the, the six, six week. weeks <laughs> of yeah. the period. Yeah. Um, I'm sure these kids were getting great grades um, and focused on their studies at all times. So without further their ado, sex studies. Oh, everybody does it. It's just that nobody talks about it. Check your hormones at the door. <laughs> Critics are calling Cruel Intentions one of the sexiest, most fun movies of the year. Why don't you make yourself more comfortable? It's sharp, witty, and wickedly funny. I'm taking a shower. Want any company? Yes! Sensational. <laughs> Steamy. He's telling you the truth. And 100% entertaining. I thought we should celebrate. Cruel Intentions. It's quite intriguing. Rated R. She has killer legs or whatever. He's I, I cannot wait for this. Yeah. Um, I, it's unfortunately I've watched it not that long ago again. Um, but every time I watch it, it is a complete um, transformative, <laughs> transportative um, mm-hmm. experience. So what a what a time capsule. We've got Varsity Blues. She's all that blast from the past. Jawbreaker in Cruel Intentions in this um, six weeks run. Five episodes, five movies, six weeks. Uh, I am. It, it's we're going to be going to some epic time periods. Um, we're going to some maybe one or two that are more recent than this, but we're also going to be going back further in time and watching classics, maybe. Uh, but I, it's hard to imagine I'm going to be any more excited about. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> our our uh, six week periods than this one. Yeah, so. Man, um, what else do y'all have to say about these movies before we uh, talk about our new new releases that we've been watching? Anything? Um, I have stuff to say, but before that, I also wanted to get into woodworking. <laughs> so to build our furniture. Okay. <laughs> Just let you know. A house. So yeah, can, yeah, we're gonna get a house. Apartment? Are we gonna live in a house this year? Yeah, we're gonna live in a house. I guess we can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. There's three of us. We have lucrative jobs and we have ad revenue. So very, very lucrative. (laughs) Derek, are you making like six dollars an hour? (laughs) Seriously? Well, what would the the wage? Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five, and that's minimum wage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get tips that I don't have to like disclose, so Mm. I'll make money for all of us. Look at you and free food. So yep. Yeah, we can cut and free furniture. Yeah, I guess it's good. I mean, you might as well just build the house while you're at it. Oh, um, yeah, I can do that. All right. Well, anyway, the movies, um, this lineup's like really is really exciting. I kind of want to watch them all in a row. I'm not going to. Yeah, but <laughs> they're all Derek, just really where, good. Where do you stand on teen uh, teen comedies? Well, I was a teen when all of these came out, so I yeah. saw every single one of these at least a couple of times, if not mm-hmm. more. Yeah, we're really um we've been we've done um 84 and 90 so far and we discussed at length like during the 84 season like the year that you're born you're nostalgic for the movies but we weren't they were all movies that we had to rewatch at a later date and even in to a large extent the same for 1990 um but now we are in our actual adult like 
nostalgic sweet spot or young adult teen mm-hmm. <laughs> adult. young adult teen yeah, yeah <laughs> sweet spot like these are the movies we were watching as they came out and have real in my opinion like real nostalgia for mm-hmm. um so that's going to be super exciting I, I would say after horror teen comedies are uh, teen comedies slash dramas are my favorite genre and they're still my favorite genre of like tv show as well bonus points if you combine the two which i'll get to <laughs> in a minute um but but yeah this is absolutely my sweet spot do you have a favorite you're looking forward to the most i i, I mean cruel intentions is maybe my favorite but i know from recent viewings it's it's kind of bad um <laughs> and they're all going to be weirdly like dated mm-hmm. in, in in various uh gender and sexual politic ways so varsity blues i mean is so entertaining and and so enjoyable that that between varsity blues and cruel intentions for sure oh mine's jawbreaker mine's jawbreaker because <laughs> i haven't yeah. seen it for a long time so that's the one what are you most looking forward to Dirk? Varsity Blues. Nice. I love yeah, these are all really good. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's that's uh, the big reveal. Before we wrap up for the episode, we want to, since we've had this uh, brief time back in the present day, uh, right before we jet off to 1999, uh, we got to catch up on some new new releases. So these would be, for the most part, 2021 uh, things that are either uh, movies, TV shows, YouTube videos. So, Ashley, what have you been watching? What have you been catching up on in 2021? Well, speaking of yeehaw, I have been watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's a long. We were speaking of that. 10 minutes we ago. still spoke of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Ted Lasso. Binge the first season. Now, just started the second season. So new-ish, yet? but still kind of late. No, so I don't think I'm there. So thanks, Derek. Well, I did cry. Have you watched it all? I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, you should watch it. It's really funny, but also has some sad moments. Yeah. That's um, so I'm watching Ted Lasso, and then I just finished like a month or two ago, Midnight Mass. Hell yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Midnight Mass <laughs> is incredible. Um, Ted Lasso, man, I don't know. Aside from it being on Apple, and I rarely just go into that app, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what my excuse for not watching that is I, I mostly don't watch that many half hour uh, comedy dramedies, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I mean, that's there's plenty of exceptions to that, like girls and some of my favorite stuff. And you could just watch like two episodes. And it's just like, a yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I get really sucked into the longer, like more mm-hmm. dramatic uh, TV shows like Midnight Mass. But yeah. But yeah, I've uh, I have a blind spot sometimes for popular stuff that's that's uh, more like Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's gonna be a while to get to it, but you should at least watch the first two episodes, see what you think about it. Okay, we'll report back in six weeks. Derek, sounds good. What about you? So, as we've mentioned before, I like YouTube a lot. That's pretty much where I get all of my content. <laughs> uh, so I've been watching a new podcast uh, with Tony Hawk and Jason Ellis. Uh, it's called Hawk vs. Wolf, and they obviously talk about skateboarding, and they've got really awesome guests like Rodney Mullen, who is considered the godfather of skateboarding. He invented the kickflip. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, amazing person. Um, 
Jack Black was on, who also skates, surprisingly. And then Christian Hasoy, who's an OG skateboarder that used to be Tony Hawk's competitor. And that the, just talking to those guys, they mentioned a lot of skateboarding clips. So I went down a ton of rabbit holes in YouTube. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the skateboarding scene like in 1999? Where are we at in the like it's basically at peak popularity, huh? Yeah, I think when was the 900? Tony Hawk's 900 was in, oh man. Well, shoot. Yeah, in, I mean, it I, was in 1999. So oh, he, wow. he did the yeah. first nine, 900 on a skateboard invert in, in the same year that we're going back to. So I'm probably going to go to the games and watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. It does a 900. <laughs> But yeah, that's cool. Like at the start of the 90s, it was like still you know, underground is too strong of a word, but it was still like, oh, yeah. you know, gaining popularity. Now it's like everyone has a skateboard and and uh, some people actually know how to ride it. Um, unlike myself. Yeah, same. Not me. <laughs> cool. Well, that's a that's a great recommendation, Derek. For me, I've been watching uh, two very uplifting, cheerful, hopeful <laughs> shows um one called yellow jackets about a female high school soccer team that uh has just won states and they're going to nationals when their plane crashes in the middle of the woods and they have to try and survive by any means necessary Mm -hmm. um whatever (laughs) your wildest imagination of what that might mean uh is it's probably worse um, what they do on the show. Uh, it's a horror show. It's got a ton of gore. It's got some maybe supernatural stuff going on. I am six episodes in. This is on Showtime and they're releasing them one, you know, like uh, old school style once a week. So I don't know if I'm going to have to use up my watch batteries to keep popping back in to, <laughs> to, to keep up. But um, it's an awesome show. Uh, so I recommend that. And then on another um, fun note, uh, the dystopian book adaptation, Station Eleven on HBO Max is um, uh, pretty heavy source material, but there's a lot of levity in the show. It follows a band of uh, theatrical performers, um, uh, like a traveling symphony, they call themselves, after the apocalypse or not after the apocalypse, after a deadly pandemic wipes mm. out 99% of the population. I mean, who could imagine? But <laughs> uh, it it has a lot of moments of of levity and, um, and just weirdness in the, the show that, that makes it entertaining to watch and not uh, a huge bummer. So um, we're escaping the uh, present day pandemic once again by going back to 1999, but um, it's actually cathartic in a weird way to watch something uh, way worse <laughs> than we're experiencing, even though um, what we've experienced has uh, what people that aren't time travelers for a, a hobby, uh, what people have been dealing with. Um, so it has sucked, but um, could be worse. Watch the show and find out. Um, those are our new, new release recommendations. We'll be doing this every six weeks. Uh, man, if I say six weeks one more time, <laughs> it's only been five times. You have to happen. say at least six times. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, six, six, six weeks. Uh, oh. We'll be revealing our, or we'll be, you know, kind of uh, covering some of the things we're watching in the present day when we have a chance to jump back. But otherwise, we're going to be back in high school for the next yes. semester. And we couldn't be more excited about that. If you want to follow along with the journey, then you can subscribe to the podcast by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else you get podcasts. Ashley. You doggy. That's a wrap. <laughs> Where's the Southern accent? Oh, you doggy. That's a wrap. Now you're like Earthworm Jim. Yeah, baby. <laughs>